We are live. All right. You ready to rock and roll? I'm ready. All right. Thanks for tuning into the American Hauntings podcast, the show where we discuss history, hauntings, legends, lore, and the dark we side of American history. Now, we are now in the middle of season four of the podcast Haunted New Orleans, but because the world is on fire, you are currently tuned into a special episode recorded live on Facebook because apparently that's a thing that we do now. I'm your co-host, Cody Beck, and with me is my co-host, author, historian, crime buff, and the founder of American Hauntings, Mr. Troy Taylor. Hey. I've already been talking. I've, I, I jumped right in. Yep, that sounds about right. I, I was trying to look at this because I can't, I don't know what's going, I can't see what's going on. Uh, Wait, and it bothers mean? me. I can't see what any of this looks like because normally it's just me standing in front of the camera talking. And so with both of us on here, it's. It's very disconcerting. I mean, you so. can open up your Facebook page if you really want to see it, like, delayed. Yeah. No, I probably don't, really don't want to. No, so, I mean, it's probably, probably just as well. Oh, nope. Now it's on. But You got it? It's uh, Yeah, it just looks weird. So that's all right. Oh, okay, so, um, yeah, this is uh, – I'm not used to talking to somebody else. I'm usually just used to talking to everybody, so it's actually good to see your face because yeah. I don't yeah. remember the last time we got together for something. It's been a minute. We recorded podcasts, but that's been like a month and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's, it's, it's been a been long time. Wild. And uh, dude, yeah, so much has so. changed. I mean, the with, you know, the the quarantine and everything, like I've stopped going to bars, I've started washing my hands, I've stopped kissing people on the mouth <laughs> when I meet them. <laughs> like no open mouth <laughs> greetings anymore. Yeah, so it's just everything's different, yeah. but you know, I don't, yeah. I don't mind being alone, so it's not bad. I don't know. It's uh it's a uh it's going to be a whole new world, which is which was the reason for our uh for this particular bonus episode of the podcast. Um, as most people who are watching know, every Friday night I've been trying to do something, uh, something fun to kind of, you know, do something cool. You know, we've been doing um, different events and different things, and I did a live video and Ask Troy Anything video the other day, which was fun. And um, But I thought it would be cool if we could um, do an episode of the podcast. And... Um, but I didn't think we should probably do one of our regular episodes, uh, just doing something a little bit different. So Cody and I started talking, and we always know that people always enjoy when we do the um, our movie episodes, our movie podcasts. And so uh, I said, well, what could we do one about? Because we don't want to use our, you know, our regular thing because we, we've been doing that kind of decades of horror films or the best of the year and that kind of stuff. And we didn't want to do that. So I said, you know, I was taking a look at what I've been watching lately. And it seemed I'm not alone, but mm -hmm. it seemed like one of the first things I did was, A, I watched The Stand and B, I watched Contagion, which was the only one I felt was probably a mistake. Yep. Um, yeah. Just because it was a little bit too close to a um, little too close to the real thing. <laughs> you know, when you watch World War Z you don't really have to worry about rage zombies, you know, but when you watch Contagion, which is, you know, um, this this uh, it ends up being spoiler alert. It ends up being uh, a bat who gets eaten by pigs and pigs who get eaten in a restaurant and then blood that gets on someone's hands and she doesn't wash her hands and then wipes out the entire United States. So damn Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. So it's yeah. just, you know. Drag her. Um, but anyway, my, my point was is that I think that as I found out, I'm not the only one watching all of these apocalyptic virus movies. Uh, I quickly discovered that it seems to be a thing, and I was trying to figure out why. What, what What's the reason? Why are we watching these all of a sudden? And I realized, I mean, not that, I mean, a lot of them are really good movies, and some of them we've talked about in some of our favorite film, you know, things that we've done in the past anyway, but um, I think the reason that we're watching this stuff is because it seems a lot safer than real life. So if you watch a movie about like the entire world being wiped out by a virus, yeah. suddenly yeah. COVID-19 doesn't really look all that scary. And so I think that's why we've gravitated toward it. But regardless, Cody and I thought it would be fun 
I guess that's the right word, right? Uh, to do kind of a countdown of uh, we, we put our heads together. We put together a list or as usual, I put together a list and pushed it on Cody because that's usually how it works. And um, we did a list of some of our favorite uh, apocalyptic movies. And so there you go. So that's what we're going to talk about uh, tonight for a little while. And uh, maybe we'll give you some ideas of some things that you can watch. And um, or maybe you don't want to. Maybe you think that this is in super bad taste. I, I don't know. That's kind of uh, our thing. Yeah, it's kind of our thing, though. So or at least one of them. So um, I put together this list and I gave you this list and I left it in the order that I gave it to you. So I hope that was cool. I think I did. I think it should be. I mean, I, I've got my list in front of me and I think it's the way I gave it to you. So I put the stand as the number one starter. It mm-hmm. seems to be the beginner, even though – well, and it's also the beginner because most of us are now under stay-at-home orders. So it's okay to watch – what was this thing run, like four nights or five nights? It's like a nine- or ten-hour miniseries of Stephen King's book, The Stand, uh, which is if you have not seen it or if you have not read the book – I, I, there have to be people out here that haven't um, – but it's about a flu – that wipes out 99.9% of the world's population and leaves only a handful of people who are then into two camps of good and evil. It's, it's much, it's more a lot about a lot more than just the flu, but that's kind of the, the big thing. Um, and that's this, the starter. But as Stephen King says, uh, because he's been, you know, everyone's favorite person to call in Skype lately uh, about, you know, diseases and things after the stand. They've been asking him um, how it compares. And he says, well, you know, uh, the stand is uh, or, you know, Captain Trips is a lot worse than coronavirus. So I, I, there you go. See, that in a nutshell is the reason I think we're watching this stuff. Now, have you you've seen the stand, right? So I haven't seen the stand, but people are saying I'm getting some feedback when I talk. I think it's because I'm coming through your speakers, um, at least when I first start. So I don't hmm. know if you if you have headphones, it'd be awesome, or I just have to kind of work through it. It doesn't seem to happen after I, if I keep talking for a little bit. Oh man, I'm sorry. I, it's okay. I, uh, let me see if I can grab something that will work. Hold on. Yeah. Go ahead and talk. Yeah, I'll just I'll just riff. I'll work on my Type Five. Uh, maybe my tight seven for my stand-up I routine. I wish I had better headphones, but I will try these. I wish you had better headphones too. Well, I do, but not here. I'm no, actually I'm just, doing this at home this time. So I'm just kidding. But the stand, so no, I did – Following the rules for a change. I didn't watch the stand because I had to watch a bunch of other things. And when I looked at the stand, it was like seven hours well, it's long. It's a little daunting. It's Yeah, it's, a, it's an all-week thing. Right. Okay. Hey, I think- now I, Hey, now I can hear you. Awesome, and now I don't hear myself because I hate that. Hey, all right, good deal. Um, so the stand. So t- yeah, this, this is one of the ones I wanted you to tell me more about because it was a billion hours long, um, and I knew it was a Stephen King thing. You're a huge Stephen King fan, so um, yeah. I mean, kind of. I mean, you already kind of walked me through it a little bit, um, but did, I found out a couple fun things about it uh, that it was they were planning to make the story into a theatrical film directed by George A. Romero. And Stephen King did a bunch of drafts for it, um, but apparently couldn't get it short enough. So they were like, you know what? Let's just do the TV miniseries. Like, and do you? I mean, how do you feel about this one as a miniseries compared to like all the other Stephen King adaptations? Well, there's no way that you could have done this as like a feature film. There's mm-hmm. just no way. It's so long. I mean, the book is massive, and so you really needed it to be a miniseries. And but nobody had done anything like this in 1994. You know, there, this wasn't there were miniseries around, but nothing, nothing like this. Uh, so Stephen King did write the entire script for it. Um, Mick Garris directed it. Um, and I've heard Mick Garris talk about this quite a few times. They spent an entire year filming this, um, traveling all around the country. They filmed a lot of it in Utah, Las Vegas, a lot of different places. And um, so they spent a tremendous amount of time. Uh, Gary Sinise uh, plays Stu Redman, Molly Ringwald, um, got, Nick, uh, Rob Lowe is in it. Um, there's there's a lot of recognizable faces, especially from the '90s, and uh, but it's really well done. I mean, there, yeah, I mean some of the special effects 
suffer a tad for age, but it's from the nineties. Yeah. You could go back and rewatch it. It's, um, it's not available streaming anywhere, but they just did a, um, just put it on Blu-ray in a brand new Ford, four HK presentation. It's, it's beautiful. It really looks fantastic. Better than I ever thought it could have. Plus, um, CBS is currently, well, they were working on it. I think everything is stalled right now, but they were working on a reboot of The Stand. Josh Boone is directing one um, because uh, Jamie Sheridan played Randall Flagg in the original, who's kind of the head bad guy. And um, uh, that uh, Skarsgård, Alexander Skarsgård, right? From True Blood, is that the right one? Is that the right Skarsgård? It's one of them. Yeah, anyway, he's playing Randall Flagg in this one. I think it's going to be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it um, because I love the book so much. And I love the original movie. So that's that's my that's some homework, maybe not for you because you're still working, but from home. But for people that aren't working right now that are looking for something to watch, here's like nine or ten hours that you can spend with a great Stephen King property and have a good time with it. So – that's my uh, that's my recommendation on that one. So awesome! I think whenever I start, sometimes if I start talking while you're talking, I still get that echoey thing. But I'll just do my best. To, and thank you, people, for everybody that's texting me and telling me how terrible it sounds. Um, no, but I appreciate it. But the stand is well, available yeah. on it's on Vudu. Um, you can watch it on oh, Vudu. Yeah, okay. I don't know okay. how much it costs, but um, yeah. Okay, so if you have, I mean, I have my list of stuff that I've I've kind of spelled out here. But if you want to go yeah. in your order, um, please hit the next one and let's well, go. For or, it. or just jump in anytime. I mean, we may have some of the same stuff here too. Um, well, and then I put Contagion on the list, which we already talked about. Um, 2011, and uh, like I said, that's the one that's the 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 closest of anything I think to what we're dealing with right now. So if you're freaked out at home right now, don't watch Contagion uh, because it is, it's a lot like what we're dealing with, except it's a lot more fast acting and a lot more deadly. Uh, so you may want to skip that one. Uh, that's just some advice that I'm offering people. So uh, the next one I put Oh, hold on, on, hold on, hold on. I want yeah. I want to talk more about Contagion. Um, I loved this movie, actually. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. My, yeah. my favorite thing is what happens to Gwyneth Paltrow almost immediately um, because I just can't stand her. But, I, don't, I don't like her either. Yes. And she's a horrible character in this movie, too. Yes, but I mean, we have Matt Damon, Kate Winslet, Jude Matt Law. Damon. Yeah, dude, she cheats on Matt yeah. Damon. I know, right? Yeah, it's, that's ridiculous. Lauren Fish, Lawrence Fishburne's great. Um, yep. It's probably one of the best pandemic movies I've seen. Uh, so far, I know that since this outbreak has happened, this has uh, shot this movie up to like the top of yeah. iTunes. Underneath, <laughs> I, I think, Harry I Potter maybe. Um, <laughs> and uh, some, just a funny fact, in Dogma in 1999, Matt Damon plays Loki. He was an angel banished to live eternity in Wisconsin. And in Contagion, Matt Damon's character is banished from entering Wisconsin. So yeah, right. <laughs> thought, thought it was nice. And that's available on Hulu. But you have to get the stars add-on, um, or if you just have stars, you can watch it that way. Yeah. What's next? Okay. Ne- All right. The next one I put on the list was Outbreak uh, from 1995. Which, when I I remember this movie when it came out and I liked it, but it was 1995. Um, it's super dated now. I mean, like horribly dated. Yep. Um, and but the thing about it is, is that it's it's a virus. But somehow, unrealistically, it, it all stays in this one little town, except for like a couple of cases that get out. But most of it's in this one little town. And um, I think the most topical thing about it, though, is that it's it, they handle it in the movie the exact same way I think our government would handle it now. They just plan to nuke the town. Right. So, you know, let's not solve it. Let's just blow it up and then it'll all be gone. Um, I, I, this movie is so dated and so horrible. It's like, and it's good. It's good actors. It's Dustin Hoffman and you know Cuba Gooding Jr., Rene Russo in her prime in the nineties. Morgan Freeman, um, Donald Sutherland. It's got great actors in it, but this movie is just so bad. I, I can't. It's just. I watched it, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm going. Wow, this is I, I'm going to turn. Uh, no, don't turn it off. Just keep watching. It's homework. Just keep watching. Uh, what else do you have to do? Just keep watching. But man, that was a this was a tough slog for me. And plus, it's the monkey from Friends. Yes. That, yes. that they're trying to catch. And, you know, I don't know. It's just a lot of really lame 
dated 90s stuff in it. I just had a tough time with this one. So. Sure. So the monkey, it's Betsy, uh, the whitehead capuchin monkey, I believe, also appeared in Friends as Marcel. Um, there's a couple other fun little facts here. So the character of Dustin Hoffman's character, it was originally intended to be Harrison Ford. And coincidentally, really? coincidentally, Harrison Ford's character in Blade Runner was written with Dustin Hoffman in mind. Um, and Ford had worked with the yeah. director in Air Force imagine One. That. I know, right? Um, and apparently Dustin Hoffman and Maya Angelou did uncredited work on the script, uh, but most of their work was unused. I can't confirm this. This is an IMDb fact, but it had a lot of likes on it. Um, I'm going through some of the comments and stuff that we're getting to. We have 90 people watching this bullshit, so thank you so much. I don't don't understand. Um, but I'm going through some of the comments. I can't um, watch the comments at the same time. I will be seasick. Yeah. Right. Well, um, some people are saying that most of these things are also available on um, like Amazon Prime. Of course, yeah. like most almost everything is. Sure. I'm just I'm trying to say if you have a subscription, get it for free sort of thing. But yeah, any of these are going to be available on Prime if you really yeah. want them. Yeah. Um, so that's always like your kind of go to for that. Um, and Outbreak is currently on Netflix. Uh, Netflix. What do you What do you got next? I had both of the 28 Days movies uh, on the list. Um, now we talked about both of these. That's why we don't have to go into a lot of depth, but 28 days later and 28 weeks later, uh, five years apart, 2002, 2007, they still hold up. They're always going to hold up because they're just good movies. Uh, they were well done movies in the first place, and um, they are not zombie movies. They are rage zombie movies, which is different. You yes. know, it's not like the um, the rage zombies from Dawn of the Dead, because the, that's not a virus. They're actually dead. These people aren't dead. They're just diseased. And um, I think that the the second one is uh, much more melancholy than the first because they're dealing with the aftermath, you know, of how things look. And, you know, there was supposed to be another one. I think there was supposed to be a 28 months later or years even, but they, it's never been made. Um, but I like both of them. They both hold up. Those both made a couple of my like favorite horror film lists that we've already talked about. So I didn't figure we'd spend a lot of time on it. And I think I even uh, segued into World War Z also uh, from that. And that was next on my list. And I just rewatched that again the other night. Mm -hmm. And um, it's got a lot of CGI in it, but it's, it's, it's pretty good CGI, I, I think. Um, I think those scenes with the zombies like piling on top of each other, you know, climbing up the walls at Jerusalem and stuff. I mean, that's some scary stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that one's really well done. I think Brad Pitt's good in it. Um, he does a good job. Uh, I'm not convinced that they could have avoided uh, death when the plane goes down. <laughs> but no, hell no. But other than that, I. <laughs> Right. I really like it. <laughs> well, I so I have some thoughts on. I know we talked about twenty eight days later, twenty eight weeks later in our previous episodes, like you thought, or like you said. But there's, I still have some thoughts I wanted to share. Uh, we watched twenty eight days later in some like history of film class or something, and um, I actually talked about it in a Cinema Blend video as one of like the scariest horror movies of all time. I think yep. um, because there's that scene. I mean, it's really more about. It, it's it is like the rage filled zombies for sure, but it's also more about how society and and the, the yes. you know well people fall apart. And when Cillian Killian Murphy, however you pronounce it, when he pushes that guy's eyes into his skull and kills him that yeah. way, yeah, Jesus Christ! It's I know. Um, it's so it's so much, um, and the I think the the shots of people running through the green fields during the day, being like chased by people trying to murder them. It's like such a weird juxtaposition it is. Um, that it really. Really, you mess with me. And do you know who they had on uh, early on to play the the lead in that that didn't pan out? Oh, uh -uh. it was Ewan McGregor. Really? Yeah, which I thought why would did, be interesting. Why didn't it work out? Do you know? Did it uh, say? He it says it says he and the director Danny Boyle had a falling out at the time over the beach in which McGregor was supposed to play the lead until he was oh. replaced by DiCaprio. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, after that didn't work out, the role was offered to Ryan Gosling, who had a scheduling oh. conflict. No. I, lo I love Ryan Gosling, but not for this. Yeah, not for that, no. Yeah. But no, I think Cillian Murphy's great in it. And oh, he's it great. And it really made his career. This was That was him really starting to take off. So, yeah, yeah that's yeah. very cool. And that's on Hulu. And then um, 28 Weeks Later is available on Amazon. One thing I did want to point out, though, with 28 Weeks Later is uh, that 28 Weeks Later had a $15 million budget. 
and it made $65 million. And 28 Days Later had an $8 million budget and made $85 million. And wow. I'm, I'm honestly not surprised because I felt that that one I – mean, just like the cool indie kind of thing, you it know. It is. It is. Yeah. It's, I mean, if I had to pick, it's a better movie for sure. Sure. Um, I like them both, but yeah, the first one's definitely the best. Maybe right. that's why they never move forward with the third. So yeah, I can see that. And then you talked about world war Z, um, directed by Mark Forster. He's so finding Neverland, stranger than fiction, quantum of solace, monsters ball. He also did Christopher Robin, which is a really weird movie too, that I yeah. did not like. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to ask, I, did did, you, I thought I was going to like it. Christopher I Robin? really thought I would like it, and it it just it was just weird. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's, it's fucked I up and it was depressing. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, yeah, it was. But did you ever read uh, World War Z the book? No. I know so no. many people like love it and like were upset about the movie, and well, I thought the movie was great. It's completely different. I mean, it's completely right. different. That I do know. Right, and at the, apparently at the time, this was the highest grossing uh, film of Brad Pitt's career, which doesn't surprise me. Um, I mean, it was a little surprising at first, but when you really sit down and think about it, big budget movie. And yeah, you talk about the zombies piling up on top of each other and going over the wall. That is yeah. like an insane visual. Um, okay, that one's available on Hulu, Twenty uh, World War Z. Moving on, what do you got? Well, you know, I, I have touted this movie over and over and over again, how much I love it. And it's Train to Busan, which mm-hmm. is another great virus zombie movie. And uh, South Korean film, it's subtitled, but man... I don't think you're going to find a better zombie movie in the last 20 years. Yeah, I, I agree. It's so good. It's so much nonstop action. It never stops moving. And uh, have you seen the trailer for the sequel, Peninsula? No, I'm, I meant to watch that oh, last man. night. I, have, I forgot. I wanted to do it for it this. Great. I forgot. Yeah, it looks oh. great. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, the, the, the woman, the, the pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. And and I I'm pretty sure and the young girl that is a little older now in the in the sequel that they show both of them. So I think we're going to continue to follow them as events continue. Nice. So, but yeah, okay. it's some. Um, but Train to Busan, I can't recommend it enough. I'm constantly recommending that to people. And um, hey, I did see uh, a comment out of the corner of my eye. I did not add Doomsday on here, and I take and I should have. You're right. I should have because I love Doomsday. I'm not but familiar you, you with Doomsday. No. Oh, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. It's the guy who did. Um, Add it to the uh, list. It's Neil Marshall. It's the guy who did um, the the werewolf movie that I, Dog Soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that and weird he did thing. Centurion and uh, the Descent. And oh, Doomsday okay. is Doomsday is like it's after a virus, but they've walled off a big part of Scotland because of this virus and then they have to they send this girl in because she's looking for i think uh, somebody was working on a malcolm mcdowell's working on a vaccine vaccine for it or something and he's behind the lines and anybody who's still out there is immune to it but it's like this crazy mad max kind of world on the other side of the wall you gotta watch it it's awesome i've forgotten i'm glad i don't know who posted that i just saw it out of the corner of my eye but i'm glad you reminded me because that is it's honestly it's one of those movies I will go back and rewatch over and over again, and I'm not even sure why. I just love it. It's it's really good. So put it on your list. I, I will put it on mine, and I should have. That so, that was from Dawn. So thank you for that. Oh, okay. And then um, somebody asked, "What am I drinking tonight?" This is this is vodka. Um, then some, Barb said, "Have you seen The Dead Don't Die? The absolute weirdest movie I've ever seen." Uh, I fucking uh, hate that movie. I, I hated that true. movie. So I didn't even watch much. it because you hated it so much. I didn't it, even bother. Bill Murray and and Adam I don't Driver. Like anything else he's done. So I, I don't like any movies. The, so. the burnt flowers, coffee, and cigarette. I can't remember. No. Yeah. Weird I don't shit. like any of these movies. And yeah. I love all those people too, so I was really pissed off that I didn't like that. Um anyway, train yeah, train to Busan's crazy. I love the fact that it has like these like archetypes that we know, like the protective father, the selfish billionaire, the young lovers. Um the confined- but it turns everything around. Well yeah, yeah. I for mean sure. nothing's yeah. what you'd expect because the the guy who's like the biggest asshole and not the rich guy, the right. the, the guy with the pregnant wife, yes. is Hilarious. He comes around. Yeah. He is yeah. so funny in that. And, you know, he turns out to be like really like a hero, just like the, you know, neglectful dad. I mean, and I love the baseball kid. And the, I just I love that movie. It's, it's so great. good. It's it is so great. good. And then uh, let's see. So Train to Busan is the sixth highest grossing domestic film of all time in South Korea. 
Uh, filmmaker Edgar Wright, who directed Shaun of the Dead, was a big fan, and he tweeted out saying it was the best zombie movie I've seen in forever. And this was actually the director's first live-action film. He'd only done animated features before that, which blows my mind because this is yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Although uh, it is kind of like a live-action animated film, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, it is yeah. like a cartoon. I mean, it, it, some of the crazy stuff that happens in it is very cartoonish. Right. So I can see that. I really yeah. can. So Train to Busan, you can find it on Tubi and Voodoo. It's for free on both of those, I believe. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I have all four of the Wreck movies, which we've talked about before. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I love those. They're Spanish, and it's a virus that breaks out. It, it starts in an apartment building in Madrid, and it's a, one of those uh, found footage films, but it was in the early beginning of it because the first one came out in 2002. And um, – they go into this apartment building. This this reporter goes in with um, some – she's doing like a ride-along, like a follow-along with paramedics for the night. And they go into this this thing and this outbreak happens. And it's – again, it's not the dead zombies. It's the you know the Z-zombies, uh, which are much more realistic. And um, anyway, the first two films take place the same night in that apartment building and in the building next door. And then three and four kind of go a different direction. But three is my favorite, and I think I told you about that one. That's the one w that's at the wedding. And it's, right now you can't get it. It's not available. I have it on DVD, but you can't get it on wait, streaming anywhere. Is it, is it Genesis? No, no, no. It's um, – Because I, fa I found it on Shudder if it's that no, one. No, it's, it's not. It's number three. It's, um, it's Rec 3, and I can't think of if, what the subtitle on it is, but I, it's, it's the it, wedding one. It's either Genesis or Apocalypse. I, I did my research. Oh, maybe it is. I don't. I don't know. You have that, I don't remember what the subtitle is. You have Shutter. I mean, you can check it out. Yeah, but uh, I don't think it's on there because I've been trying to get it and I can't get it. Um, if only we had a way to find well, out. I have it. Well, I and I'm doing that right now. But I actually, I mean, I have it on DVD, so it's not like I can't. Okay, it is Genesis. So, oh, hell but yeah, it's Genesis. That's the one that's at the wedding. Right, that one I haven't that's, seen. That one's awesome. That's my favorite of all of them. I, it's, it's hilarious when the bride is. Well, you just have to see it. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, you, no just spoilies. Watch just watch it. It's good. So it's a good one. Awesome. So the first two are on Amazon. Third one's on Shutter. Fourth one, iTunes. Um, okay, what you, what do you got next? Okay, the next one I have on the list is I Am Legend. Now, when we talk about this movie, and while I do like it, it's okay. Will Smith, uh, virus, wipes out everybody. He's mm -hmm. the only one left, doctor, trying to save people. Um, there's so much CGI in that movie that it ruins it. When yeah. I saw it in the theater the first time, I thought, well, that would have been good if they'd had actors playing the, the disease zombies. But it was all CGI, all of it. And, that, and it was obviously CGI. So that bothered me. But – that's actually the third version of that book. There's actually a book called I Am Legend by mm -hmm. Richard Matheson, same guy that wrote Hell House, um, and um, it wrote a bunch of stuff for The Twilight Zone and all kinds of things. Um, and a, an actor or a writer I really like, but he did a book called I Am Legend, and in 1964, Vincent Price did a version of it called The Last Man on Earth. And then in 1971... There was the Omega Man with Charlton Heston. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. I um, boy, I used to love that movie. Anytime it would come on like late night horror films on TV, man, I'd always stay up for the Omega Man. I thought it was so awesome. And then I went back to rewatch it a few years ago. Sometimes stuff just doesn't hold up. And now it's very um, it's very groovy now. And I really it's it's really not good. Um, anymore. It's, it, there's a lot of people in it now that I recognize that at the time when I was a kid, didn't know who they were. Now I know who they are. And it's, it's not good. It's not a good film, but I used to love it when I was a kid. But. Right, right. Well, so, okay. So this movie directed by Francis Lawrence did the Hunger Games, Constantine, and then a shit ton of music videos for really? like, like Avril Lavigne and like Beyonce, like, and uh, so many people, which was interesting. Um, and, and then, okay, I wanted to talk about – we don't have to dive into it. But, I mean, the movie's been out since 2007. But there is oh, an, yeah, all, all, there's an, yeah. there's an alternate ending. Are you familiar with that? Uh, I think I watched it once. Yeah, um, which is weird where basically – like, okay, so 
okay, spoiler alert from this movie yeah. that's been out for 13 <laughs> came years. came out in 2007, yeah. Yeah, so normally uh, in the regular ending of the movie, Will Smith locks, uh, you know, the, the woman kind of away and blows right. himself up and, and try to kill everybody. But in the alternate ending, he actually brings the kind of uh, patient that he's cured and rolls her out to her husband or zombie guy whatever and gives him CGI guy outside yeah Yeah. and then they kind of like have an understanding and walks away it's almost like Will Smith was the monster you know and it's it's a weird kind of interpretation um I I know that the book is very much one way or the other but I can't remember because I haven't read it um but I thought it was very weird because especially when that with that ending but even the the movie itself it's like these things seem to have a hierarchy they can set traps like they but they're not they're not mindless like i don't some, know I, I can't figure it out i don't know i just i just have such a problem with the cgi and i'm not sure. one of those guys who hates all cgi it's just when it's obvious it's just i don't know it just really bothers me there was no need for it Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see in the distance when they're doing crazy stuff, climbing on buildings, but in close-ups, you know, when they're like right there with him talking or yeah. right in front of him, why do they need to be CGI? Why couldn't it be someone in makeup? I don't understand. Um, but whatever. It's anyway, Will Smith. Like, like, hey, we, we have the budget. Fuck it. Let's yeah, just let's use just it. Make all, yeah. Yeah. And make yeah. it iRobot, you know, except with zombies. Hey, know, so. as, okay. As bad of a movie as iRobot is, I love iRobot. I'm not saying it's bad, but again, bad. at least the CGI looks better in that than well, Iron Legend. Well, a couple couple quick facts we can move on. Uh, Will Smith grew so enamored with this canine co-star, Abby, that he tried to adopt her when the film was finished, and the dog's trainer said, no, bro, can't do it. <laughs> um, when Dr. Robert Neville, who's Will Smith, sees the mannequin he calls Fred outside in the street, at one point it looks like Fred moves his head a little bit. Apparently that was a mime that replaced the mannequin to try really? and mess with people, which – creeps me out now every mannequin i see i'm gonna be like oh shit is that like a mime you're sure it's a mime yeah Yeah, i don't know um and then during a press conference this is interesting for me being in like sort of connected to the industry during a press conference in japan for the release of the movie will smith accidentally revealed the ending to a collection of entertainment reporters warner brothers asked the reporters and all present to withhold the ending and the reporters all obliged without any payoff or consideration I don't know if they did with no payoff, but I guarantee, like, yeah. maybe maybe they're just more polite in, in Japanese culture. But I guarantee, like, I would have been like, you know what? You got this junket coming up next week. Uh, maybe let me in there. We work something out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I thought that was funny. That's available on Amazon. What do you got next? Uh, well, one that I don't think you had seen that I talked you into watching mm-hmm. that you said you had many thoughts about, which was 12 Monkeys. Yes, people now, have been waiting for this think, one. I don't think I had seen 12 Monkeys. Well, this is what I told you. I don't think I've seen it since it came out. I might have seen it one more time after 1995. But all I remembered is that it was a movie about a time traveler and a virus. And that's really all. And I knew it was Brad Pitt and you know and Bruce Willis. And that was really about all I remembered about it. And then I started watching it, and I'm like – what the fuck is going on? And then I realized it's Terry Gillum. So everything is all this weird steampunk, doesn't yep. make sense, bizarre stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that that makes more sense now that I understand the director. But, um, man, what a strange, strange film. Yeah, But he also, everybody's he great in it, though. That's the thing. They're all great. Well, <laughs> Brad, Pitt is, Brad Pitt is hilarious in that. You he's, have to admit, he's, he's really funny in that. Bonkers as hell, and his, uh, he has to be wearing contacts, I'm guessing. Yes, yes. Yeah. That uh, one that keeps, the eye that keeps moving, yeah. Yes, and apparently, uh, apparently, what was it, Terry Gillen was afraid Brad Pitt wouldn't be able to pull off the nervous, rapid speech. He sent him to a speech coach, but in the end, he just took away his cigarettes, and then he played the <laughs> cart like, exactly as he, as he wanted him to. But Brad Pitt is fucking unhinged in that movie, all over the place. He is. Um, and so, and I don't, I don't want to give anything away because I, I really think people would should watch this if they haven't seen it. You should watch it. Um, Twenty five years the, old. It, it turned out to be I know, but it, a lot of people haven't seen it. You hadn't seen it. Well, that's true. Um, the twist part to the end did throw me off. I know. And I, I wonder, to, and I didn't even remember that. Uh, you know, yeah, I didn't remember it. I will. I sh- I'll message I you later. But, 
Yeah, okay. I'll message you later because I want to talk about that, and we can't now because you're right. We shouldn't give that yeah. away. I mean, because that's a movie that a lot of people haven't seen. Yeah, believe and, it yeah. or not, I'm surprised. But like I said I hadn't seen it in 25 years, probably. Right, and so Terry Gilliam, the director, he said uh, he did Monty Python and the Holy Grail, <laughs> Fear Loathing in Las Vegas, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, Time Bandits. Up. Yes, yeah. a lot of weird Time shit. Bandits, Brazil, which is really bizarre. And, so there was, I saw a lot of that in those scenes in the future. A lot of stuff from Brazil in that. Sure. And so, like I said, Brad Pitt's eyes are bonkers, but also Bruce Willis's mustache, David Morris's hair. Like, well, those, well, the the uh, mustache was a glue on mustache. Yeah, but it looks so I know, it looks bad. David Morris's hair looks bizarre in that. Yes. Uh, So a couple of fun facts real quick. So Bruce Willis took a lower salary than his uh, star status would normally entitle, partly because of budget restrictions, mostly just because he wanted to work with the director. Um, And it was actually after the movie that was released that he got paid. Um, And then Terry Gilliam's first choice for the lead role, you'll never guess this, Jeff Bridges. Really? Yes. Who he enjoyed working with on the – He's a great actor. He's a great actor, but he he works with them on the – That would have been weird. Yeah, he worked with him on The Fisher King, but the studio yeah. wanted a bigger um, bigger person. And then, ironically, Willis had also auditioned for The Fisher King, but lost out to Bridges. Um, wow. Which, again, yeah, Jeff Bridges is amazing, but it would have been different. But that uh, So that's 12 Monkeys available on Voodoo, YouTube, Google Play, all the usual suspects. What do you got next? Well, the next one I put on the list, and I, I think maybe I put this on here because I love it so much, um, and that's Children of Men. Um, I know that it's not like a virus movie, but they talk about how everyone becomes infertile after a flu epidemic, like sweeps across the globe and makes all the women infertile and they stop being able to have children or get pregnant. And um, everybody who is pregnant after the epidemic, they all lose their babies. And then like the youngest person in the world is like this 18-year-old who's 18 years old, nine months, 11 days, and 22 minutes, and he dies because he gets stabbed to death outside of a bar or something. But um, Clive Owen is in it. Julian Moore is in it. Um, it's just such a good movie. Um, Michael Michael Caine, his, his role is hilarious in it. He's really funny. Um, but it's not a funny movie. It's a very sad, somber movie about – and it, what it's really about is hope in the wake of this devastating virus and all of these terrible things that have happened because he ends up getting tasked by his ex-wife. They split up after their child died, and he gets tasked by Julian Moore to deliver this girl to the um, to the to the – the ocean because she's going to be picked up by the ship and he doesn't know why. And she finally refuses to do it until she reveals she's pregnant. And I'm not, this is not a spoiler. That's a big part of it. So he has to get this pregnant girl who's miraculously become pregnant uh, to safety. And there's a war going on between the government and this uh, rebellion that's coming up to fight back against the, it's just such a good movie. Um, And it's, it's very, it's presented in a non like science fictiony kind of way. You know what I mean? It's, it's very like true to life and uh, I just, it's just a great movie. So I put it on the list because if people haven't seen it, I hope they will watch it even though it's not really a, you know, big virus kind of movie. So I've thought it just of kind course. of is. Okay. Um, first I just want to say thank everybody. I want to thank everybody for all the comments also for the very encouraging text messages that I'm, I'm getting. Um, that's, that's very kind. Uh, so Children of Men had heard of it, never had seen it. I love this movie. It's fantastic. I've probably watched this movie at least a dozen times. I so love it. I direct, never get tired of it. So amazing. Directed by Alfonso Cuaron, so who did Roma, he did Gravity. He did the huh. best Harry Potter movie and the best, which is the best book too, Preserve Azkaban, Come At Me Nerds, the best of the <laughs> both series. Um, I I loved it so much. The, the single shot sequences that he did, the longest one being six oh, minutes too. long, blew yes. my fucking mind. I know. 
when I they when they leave when they're in the top floor and I don't want to give too much away but you'll know what I'm talking about and so will anybody who's seen it and anybody who watches it we're on the they're on the top floor and the building is being bombarded by the army and then everything stops so she can leave the building and it's this long continuous shot of everyone stopping what they're doing and putting yep. down their weapons and everything and and moving out of the way so she can carry this baby yep. out of the of the building is and then as soon as they're gone, immediately starts back up again. But, man, that is one of the coolest scenes I think I've ever seen in film. I it just was, really love it. It's it was amazing. very reminiscent. It, like Parts of it were reminiscent of my favorite movie from last year, which is 1917, which yeah. is the, the war movie. And, I mean, long, continuous shots. And yeah. so, I mean, it was violent as hell, too. And, I mean, it was, it was terrifying. Um, and then, like, I, I, you know, Charlie Hunan's in there, Jax Teller, you know, pops up yeah, and, and stuff. Right, and, right. Uh, and, yeah, and, with the with the dreadlocks. Yeah, just yeah looking, I didn't even recognize him at first. And then I'm like, holy crap, I know who that is. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, and then apparently Michael Caine based his performance on John Lennon, which was I believe that. Yeah, yeah he's I believe great it. in that. Um, he's so good in that. He's he's great in anything that he does. Um, I can't I can't confirm this, but if somebody that has read the book, maybe they can. But it said in the movie, the infertility crisis is the result of all women being infertile. But in the original novel, it's the result of all men producing no sperm. Which mm. leave it to Hollywood, to, you know, right, right, flip right, it around. Sure. I read the book. Our lives are really hard being straight white guys. Anyway, that Children of Men, check it out. It is such a good movie. I'm so happy that I watched this one. Um, like I love Contagion, but like this was just a phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah available on Amazon and Stars, and I believe you got one more, right? Two more. Two, Two more. more. Oh shit! The Crazies. The Crazies, which you mm -hmm. had not seen. I don't. Did you end up? I hadn't seen it? the. I hadn't seen the original, okay. but I'd seen the remake. Well, don't, don't watch the original. It's, okay. <laughs> it's, okay. All right. But the remake is great. Um, it's uh, 2010. Uh, Timothy Oliphant, who was in Deadwood and um, Justified, uh, plays a sheriff. Really stretching, really stretching his acting chops. There, right, right. Sure. Wide but range. He's he's good in it though, and uh, plays a sheriff in this little town in Iowa. And uh, it, was, it is Iowa, right? Yeah, it is. It's Iowa. Yeah. And um, there's a they find out later people start acting really strange. Uh, and going and turning into, once again, rage zombies and uh, just completely out of behavior and go crazy and start attacking and biting people. And it's it spreads quickly through the bites. Well, it turns out it's in the water supply because there's a government plane that crashed in the, the aquifer outside of town where they get their drinking water. And it was carrying a, a, a virus that they were going to use to uh, use as a biological weapon. And supposedly they were taking it to Texas to have it destroyed and the plane went down and now it's infected. The virus has infected this town. I really enjoy that movie. I think it's really good. It's, it's different. It's, it's not the standard stuff, you know, with the rage von, the virus zombie stuff. It's a little different than that. And uh, I don't know. I just, I, I just enjoy it. I think that they did a really good job with it. I liked it a lot. So I agree. I remember when it first came out, um, and I was really eager to watch it. I checked it out. It's it's a hell of an opening scene, you know, with the baseball yeah. game yeah. and everything. And Tim, Timothy Oliphant, like, I, I mean, I'd watch him in anything, honestly. I mean, if, if you're a big fan of The Office, he yeah, was on there oh, for yeah. a minute, That's you know. Right. Um, right. And then, I mean, some of it is so, like, the pitchfork scene. Oh, yeah. Which was in a lot of the advertising. Yeah. God damn, that I is... Know. That is brutal. Um, a couple of fun facts about it. Elizabeth Banks turned down a role in this film because she thought it was too similar to her character in Slither, which, okay, whatever. Um, yeah, okay. Any of the actors that we saw like up close that were turned into a crazy took about three hours um, in a chair for makeup. And then the old police car that they uh, go back to get is a 1973 Ford LDT, which was the year that the original movie was released, which apparently you told me I don't need to check out. Yeah, it's not necessary. So okay. I don't think you'd like it. All right. <laughs> yeah, I Fair enough. Uh, I didn't even know it was a remake until you told me. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I, I've seen that movie. Yeah. Um, so but the, George, the original is a George Romero movie. Oh, um, okay. Po I didn't post, know that. Post, um, it's post Night of the Living Dead, pre-Dawn of the Dead. So and he was just um, trying any kind of zombie thing he yeah, could? Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's just not that great. It's not well-remembered as a Romero film because it's just not that good. This is much better. I like the remake better. 
So fair enough. All right, it's available. Uh, the crazy is available on Tubi and Amazon. And then you have one more that last is a mi- one mystery to me because I don't know. Oh, I put it on the list. Yeah, I know. I, think I, I, added, I, just... I think I added it later, though. Well, I'm incompetent. So what do you got? And that is, <laughs> that is the girl with all the gifts. I have no idea what that is. Okay, well, you should be watching it. It is available right now on Netflix, and it just popped back onto Netflix last night because uh, I just watched it again. Did so you call somebody? Week... No. no <laughs> you, you got it on Netflix? It's good timing. I, I own this movie. I love this movie. It's so good. Um, it came out in 2016, so it's only a few years old. Uh, Glenn Close is in it. She plays – it's mostly British actors except for Glenn Close. It takes place in England. She's a doctor that's trying to um, come up with a cure for what turns out to be – you slowly are worked into this. Um, you're introduced to what seems to be a school of children who are – taken to a classroom each day in wheelchairs and they're strapped down, hooked into their chairs. And you don't know why you're not told anything other than soldiers are taking them everywhere. And there are 20 of them. Well, it turns out you find out later that they are um, children that were found that were exposed to this virus that turns them into what they call hungries, same rage zombies, essentially. Mm. And but for some reason, these kids didn't change. They kept their intelligence. But if they are, you know, uh, if they smell a person, then they lose their mind. They go crazy and turn into a hungry. So everyone there at this military base has to keep like this gel, this blocking gel on them at all times so that no one, the kids can't smell them and all this stuff. And you're, this is all revealed a little at a time. And you're following this one girl, Melanie, who seems to be different than the other kids. Well, anyway, there's a, this Glenn Close is, is wanting to operate on these kids and, you know, open up their brains so she can make a vaccine. And she's getting ready to do this to Melanie. And then there's a, a breach and the base gets overwhelmed with hungries. So Melanie, Glenn Close, uh, the teacher who she really likes, and a few of the soldiers escape. And then it kind of follows them. But she is like, I don't know, you just you've got to see this. I know you would like this movie. You really would love it. Um, and it's really, really well done. And it is um, it's a it's a rage virus zombie movie, but it's a lot different because it's it's just it just is like they go into the city. They have to go through London and there are zombies everywhere, but they're like dormant because they follow sound and they're just standing there and they're like completely still like statues and they can't make any noise and they can't let themselves be smelled. And they have to get through all of them and weave their way through. I'm telling you, you'd love this movie. You really would. You got to watch it. You, you really got to watch it. It's on Netflix. I mean, it's free, essentially. So, wait, what else you have to do? It's you got a whole weekend. Just watch it. I watched it again last night. I've seen it like five times. No, you're right. Yeah, I got nothing going on. I don't have watch a podcast to produce. Yeah. I'm telling you, watch this movie. <laughs> I will check it out. And I do remember now that you mentioned it. Um, I remember you mentioning it before. Um, so, it definitely sounds interesting. Um, so that was the last movie that we had, but I do want to give people, uh, yeah, I do want to give people an opportunity to actually ask some questions and stuff now that like we can actually look at them. Um, I know we might be on a little bit of a delay, but I would love to just, while we're here, let well, people yep, just, well, scroll back then. So okay. I did, I do see somebody put something up about, oh, little monsters, but I recommended that at Christmas time. That was one of my favorite movies from last year. And that was a zombie movie, and it's it's really funny. But I saw somebody liked it, so. All right. Well, I'm just going to be scrolling through and then picking out new stuff too. And so sure. don't be don't be offended if I don't ask your question or whatever. I'm just kind of going through um, and seeing what I see. And please, you know, feel free to start asking questions and stuff. Uh, so many okay, Becky Ray, Renee Cruz, so many people that I know just. Leaving us love, and I really appreciate that. And then me responding as the Troy Taylor Page every now and then, which is funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was me typing. Linda Pollard, really appreciate it. Dave, Chelsea, Lydia, um, more people. What do you What do you got? I mean, you have – oh, can I put the list up? Yes, Paula, I will put the list up. Uh, I think I'm going to put this out as an actual episode, The at least the audio, maybe On even Tuesday. the video. Yeah. Put it up on Tuesday. Yeah, and and I'll put links to all of these, um, all these movies that we mentioned. And I can actually just—I have a doc, like 
I know Troy just kind of took it and ran with his order, but I had like a whole my whole thing that I do for every episode, especially the movie ones. I go way overboard because I'm just terrible like that. Um, so I will put up the list, and um, even with the fun facts and stuff, so you all can see oh, all the, cool. the shit deal. that I posted. Good. Yeah, and you'll see all the like I have like little funny jokes and commentary that I. If it works, I work it in there. But if not, you know, then it's just for you to to love that. Um, yeah. So, are there movie suggestions on here? Because there's a lot of comments here, and I can't read them all. Um, uh, were I mean, people asking about stuff? Yeah, people were. Well, people were saying, you know, can we put the list up and stuff? And then they were asking about okay. what? Yeah, have you seen this? No, have I have seen not that? seen VFW. Um, I didn't really think it looked that great, um, but. Semi A list actors, uh, Chris. I would what? say, oh, he says awesome B movie with semi A list. I think that I would call them C and D mostly. Really? Um, <laughs> the thing, yeah. Corey put put something about the thing, and it's not really a virus movie though. It's an alien. Chris, no, yeah, it's Corey. Corey, that was Corey. Sorry, I'm reading too many. So I no. told you I can't read this from here. No, it's okay. Um, I just kind of jump around. Yeah, I'm just scanning through to see if there's anything else that – no, um, The Stand is not on Netflix. It used to be, but they've taken it off. Uh, but Cody, where would you say it was available? Voodoo? Uh, I believe Voodoo, and I think I, I – I'm pretty sure most of the suggestions I put on here were either free or free if you had a subscription. Like you didn't have to get an upgrade or whatever. Um, so let me double check. Yeah, I would say um, Voodoo. as far as just kind of looking through here, I would say that um, – uh, if you really want to watch the stand, get that get that 4K um, Blu-ray. Is it like a box it really set? looks amazing. No, it's not. It's just a one single Blu-ray, and it's not as many as you would think. And I mean, I expected it to be a big box, and it's not. Um, How many VHS it really, tapes? It really looks great. Now, see, I remember when it came out on VHS. In fact, it came out. Uh, I had a friend who gave me uh, one that they only gave out to video stores. And it was a, a box. It looked like a VHS box, and it was three feet high and like two feet wide. And it had all the cassettes inside with documentaries and posters and a wow. copy of the book and everything. It's pretty cool. I don't know whatever happened to that thing. I wish I still had it. Yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul says – Fever. Oh, I, I, like, like Cabin I, Fever. I like Kevin Fever. I like Paul right. says uh, the stand is on Voodoo for four ninety nine. Chelsea oh, okay. said Chelsea said Zombievers. I am not gonna check that out. <laughs> no, I'm not either. <laughs> is that an, is that an adult film or is that just you know what? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. What else we got? Stand was four nights with two hours minus edge each episode. That's yeah. I wanted to watch the stand. It was just it was so much, and I do have the book. No, wait, I, you, yeah, it's that's tough to make time for. It's it's long, and you're still working, so. I'm you, working you more not... now. Well, it's is... probably harder to do. Well, because there's home. no there's no new movies coming out, so we're having to write about like streaming or like find old stuff. Anything. And then, and then my speaking... office is here, so yeah, I'm just here all day. Well, What's speaking up? of which, talking of streaming, and I'll have to let you know how it is. But do you remember me telling you that I'd been looking forward to the release of a movie that was coming out called The Other Lamb? It was a mm. horror film about a cult, about a uh, cult. No, anyway, we were talking a lot about my list. We talked a lot about stuff we were really excited about this being such a great year in horror. Well, now, <laughs> you know, you I don't see know that it will see any of it. But, well, you see that um, video that I said I did, the, the 2020 yes. year in horror, it hasn't come yes. out yet because all, everything I, I said is Everybody's wrong. getting delayed, I yeah. know. Well, the, the other lamb was on my list, and it just came out today, and I've got it, but I have not had a chance to watch it yet. So I'm going to watch it over the weekend. I'll let you know uh, if it's worth seeing or not. But okay. I keep hoping that they're going to put The Lodge available on streaming. Um, I know. Because it's, it came out for a very short time in the theater. So I keep thinking, why don't they just move it up? They could really make their money back quickly on that. But anyway, I'm um, looking to see if I see any other. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead is an awesome one. It's not a virus, though. It's just a zombie movie. So right. we're trying to stick with the viruses. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, Adrian, oh, I did say – go ahead. I say go ahead. Adrian mentioned Dreamcatcher. Uh, Stephen King hates that so much. Oh, I think, God, it's, it's, so, so I think it's so much fun, but I know you have thoughts it's, on Dreamcatcher. Oh, I enjoy I it. it. I hate the book and I hate the movie. He hates uh, the book, too, because he, so bad. because he was all fucked he up on like, Viking. It. Right. Yeah. I thought it was a fun movie, though, but um, I just had to point that out. Um, also, something else I watched the other day, uh, it's called 
Vi- Vivarium, Vivarium. It's more like a sci-fi oh, thriller yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. It's bonkers. Like, I mean, it was kind of slow, but like, it's weird as hell. So if it pops up on like Netflix or something, I'd say check it out. But it's weird as hell. Well, and I, I, I watched I the platform last night. Yeah. Okay. Hope you had watched it. And I, I thought didn't it was think fine. I was going to like it at all. Yeah. And um, I, I, you know, I didn't love it, but I did find myself getting into it. Yeah, once sure. the, once he and the other guy decided they were going to go all the way to the bottom and yeah. try to feed everybody. It, it got, I thought that was pretty exciting at that point, but overall it's mostly just about people in dirty clothing and just, you know, I don't know. One I, guy, I didn't, brought, I didn't well, love it. One guy brought it. brought a fucking surfboard. Yeah, what was that about? Uh, yeah. just the... I got the samurai swords and stuff. Yeah. That I understand. Even, even I guess, the book, if you think you're going on vacation or something. But um, I did not get the surfboard. And, and you're, I guess you could eat your dog, the lady that brought the dog. I mean, That was yeah. just poor planning. It made no sense. No, yeah. But anyway, it's, it's on Netflix. And if you just want to watch it, just to... Well, you, you know what it's I hate though. Watch. I would rather. I so. wish they would have just had subtitles instead of like dubbed it over though, because then you do the dubbing and the subtitles are not it did. correct. And oh, I didn't watch it dubbed. You Why didn't watch it. Oh, you can adjust that in the settings. I might have been still. Yeah, intoxicated. you can adjust that in your settings because well, uh, I don't ever watch them dubbed. I hate the dubbing. I, I, I like, hate it too. I don't care for the language but i'd rather read the subtitles but me too i did i watched mine in spanish so well i yeah you gotta check your settings on that there drunk boy i learned something today (laughs) i will forget tomorrow um my buddy dave beiser said does the faculty count um (laughs) i mean is that that john stewart in that movie i i don't gosh i haven't seen that in so long i I, it's josh hartnett i think is in that is he when he was he had a career i think I but can't I can't remember. remember. I can't even remember that. To be honest with you, it's been so long. Weren't that? Wasn't that aliens though? I don't yeah. think that was a virus. I think well. it was aliens, but I I feel like John Stewart was in it. I I can't remember. But yeah, you know what? Well, Bowser, yeah, was sure. a way to look that up. I know. Yeah, but uh, we, at the moment, the moment's <laughs> passed. I'm looking looking up. Yeah. yeah. As we're not getting bombarded with any more questions, so I can't yeah. talk about. It. Uh, okay, should... Christopher said, "What about uh, it comes at night?" God, I hate that movie. I started oh, watching I it a couple weeks it. ago, and then I stopped. Um, so I haven't oh, seen God, it. Yet. What a disappointment, man! I really thought it was going to be good, and I I had looked forward to it because the trailers looked really good. But yeah, man, talk about like an hour and a half of nothing. Oh, really? I mean, just I don't, I don't I just didn't like it. I really didn't like it. Mm. Jennifer said, "Oh, Jennifer said, attack the block, which is fucking yeah, awesome." Yes, yeah. I, yeah. I love that movie. But yes. Aliens, but I love that movie. It's yes. a lot of fun. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, at this point, I'm down to talk about whatever. Well, it's, it's movies. I mean, what else do we have to do at this point is watch movies and TV shows. Right. I mean, that's that's where we're at right now. Right. So. Uh, Don said Andromeda Strain. I thought that was a Michael Crichton series. Is that or it, it was No, that? it was it was a book. It was the uh, Soylent Green is People. Isn't that the Andromeda? Or maybe that's so. Is thought, that the Andromeda Strain? I thought Soylent Green was the Bruce Twilight Dern? Zone. No, no, no. Uh, Bruce Dern is in a drama. I think. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what? I, I think it is Soylent Green. I think that's the name of the movie. Andromeda Strain. I don't. Andromeda Strain is definitely a Michael Crichton book, and then the yeah, like, it is a virus series. thing, isn't it? I don't know. Renee's talking about it. Oh, Chris said I found a way to antagonize Troy. Please fucking go for it. Just no, keep it's it, be, it's it's it comes at night because he knows I don't like it. Oh, that's oh, okay. Um, Andromeda Strain. Perfect. Okay, Kaylee said, "Perfect sense with Ewan McGregor, epidemic-like movie." I haven't heard of that one. Have you? Okay, you know what? So- Soylent Green is Bruce Dern, and that's the wrong movie. Andromeda Strain. A team of top scientists work feverishly in a secret, state-of-the-art laboratory to discover what has killed the citizens of a small town and learn how this deadly contagion could be stopped. Now, see, that's right up the. That's right on it. So. Where wherever that came from, that is a virus movie. So it is everyone is correct. Have you? Have I you just heard, don't. I don't think I've ever seen it. I have. I have in Drama to Strain the book right back there, yeah, but I, I haven't the read. It. Um, I don't think I've seen the movie. Do you know Perfect? Do you know Perfect Sense that you and McGregor movie? No, I I'm don't. not. I am not familiar either. But it's definitely about a shy scientist. So I'll have to check that out. Okay. 
Um, let's see. Sorely Green is people. Yes, we know. We know. Uh, so let's see. Becky says Silent Running is Bruce Dern. Well, who the hell's in Soylent Green? Oh, Charlton Heston. I see it. Another Charlton Heston. Yeah. Now, Soylent Green's the one where they're eating people. Right, yeah. That's people. the one about the food shortage. That's yeah. the one I've seen. Yeah, exactly. And I keep using it with the Andromeda strain for some reason. So Chelsea said, isn't It Follows a PSA on STDs? So, hot take here. I didn't <laughs> I didn't really care for It Follows that much. I love that movie. That's uh, one of those movies I've watch, I've watched repeatedly. I really like it. I think I it's scary as hell. Was a huge fan. Oh, okay. I think that's the scenes. What's up? I stopped. So we're not talking over each other. Um, I said, I think the scenes with like the giant guy coming down the hall, I think that movie is scary. That part's pretty cool. You don't cool. like it? No, I do like it. I just didn't love it. Also, Cassidy just got here. Um, that's cool. But um, thanks for showing up. Love you. Um, she said, have you guys watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh, uh, well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's great. It's, yes. it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I've I recommend it. Several it was, times. Yeah, a bunch of flamethrowers. Um, great movie. Cassie said it follows was good, dude. You know what, Cassie? I know you're late to the party. Maybe maybe you should leave the party early too. It's just a suggestion. I don't know. Man, um, we're you're really cutting out bad. Am I? Sorry. You're really cutting out. I'm not doing anything different. You good? Can mm. you hear me now? Yeah, I mean, I can I can hear you, but you're all blurry. Not on the live feed though. Although it seems to be about five minutes behind. So. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> that life is really slow. I know. Well, right. I think well, they do that because we people should probably do wrap terrible this things. Up, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then I will. I'm going to post this on Tuesday, and um, I will put a list of all the movies we talked about, and maybe some of the other ones that were kind of, you know, hot takes or brought up a lot. Um, and thank you everybody for tuning in. I don't know if we ever broke a hundred, but I saw like 97, which is blows my yeah, mind. Like who? Fine. Like yeah. who would care? Yeah. Who would care to talk to us? I don't know. No idea. So, all right. Well, um, I will say that we'll be doing another live stream next Friday night at 7. I have not picked a topic yet, so I guess keep an eye on the page, and I will get something posted. Um, But um, I've got an idea of what I might post about or might be presenting next Friday night, but I haven't decided for sure yet. So, Just keep an eye on the page, but we will be back next Friday night. Well, we won't. I will. Cody probably won't this time, but who knows? uh, I will be back. You never know. I will be back next Friday night and uh, we'll see where we go. Uh, We're going to post this on Tuesday and then the following week we will have a regularly scheduled episode of the podcast on New Orleans coming out week from Tuesday, uh, we'll be getting back on track. Uh, I admit we are a little off, a little behind because we have not been able to get together to record. So we're going to be working on that, um, this coming week too. So, uh, anyway, until then, uh, until next Friday, I'll see you then. And goodbye. Goodbye. So long. See you later. All right. Bye.